in the fear of the Lord and the joy of the Lord. Psalm 27. Our brother Jim Cutler brought this to you just a couple of months ago and did an excellent job doing so. But we're going to read it in unison and think upon its words, and they are so comforting and wonderful, we can't read it too many times. I love the last two verses for those that are a little faint-hearted. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Let us all stand together, and we'll read this in unison today. Psalm 27, at verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. In the secret of His tabernacle, Shall he hide me? He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing. Yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, When I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When thou saidst, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me, put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies. For false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. 
and amen. You may be seated. Very briefly, when the Lord Jehovah, our God, is your light and salvation, there's no one, there's no thing to be afraid of. Fear disappears. The world says no fear, but they're all afraid. That's why they live on drugs, drunkenness, and other ways of trying to escape the fears in their lives. That's why they don't like funerals. But listen, when the Lord is on our side, and when He's our light, who should we be afraid of? But you need to make Him your light. You need to make Him your salvation. You need to look unto Him for everything you need. That's the first verse. The fourth verse. This is one of the conditions or descriptions of those to whom this psalm applies. One thing have I desired, not two things. If we're desiring two things, then we're double-minded. Let's not desire two things. Let's have one priority. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Not only will I desire it, but I will put in the effort necessary to get it. And what is that thing? According to verse 4, it is that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. We want to be in the house of God. We want to be in church. We want to be in Christ's kingdom. These different words that describe the church, the body of Christ, the family of God. We want to desire it and we want to put forth the effort to be here and to seek after it, that we can be in it all the days of our lives. And why? It tells us for two reasons. To behold the beauty of the Lord. We want to see the beauty of our God and His Son Jesus Christ and to inquire in His temple. To ask and learn what is His will for our lives. And so we have that fourth verse. Everyone here under the sound of my voice, this should be your one desire. This is to be like David. The David of the Bible. Is to have this one desire. For those of you that are troubled, I give you one of my most comforting verses in the Bible in the fifth verse. If you give Him, verse 4, He will give you, verse 5. 4 is a coordinating conjunction tying these two verses together. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. A pavilion is the big tent, the huge tent, where the king stayed in the middle of a camped army. If you can envision an army in small two, four, six-man tents stretched in every direction over the hills, a large sitting army in the field, there's a huge tent in the middle with pennants and banners flying off the top of it. Around it are the mightiest men in the army. Inside it is God Himself. And it's His pavilion. But look what He says. If you'll give Him, verse 4, He'll give you in the time of trouble, He'll hide you in His pavilion. In the secret of His tabernacle. Tabernacle is just another word for tent. In the secret compartment where the king gets to go and sleep. Where the king goes to eat inside his tent. Away from the common soldiers. Away from the generals around his tent. He will hide you and put you in the secret of His tabernacle. He'll set you up upon a rock. Amen. This is wonderful. 
How does it get any better than that? You know, if you can, if you can just visualize all those tents in the big tent and God in that big tent and He's the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and He wants you inside it. And do you know who makes up all those tents on the outside? The innumerable company of angels. The mighty angels of God are in those tents. But the big one, no angels get to go in there. The sons of God get to go in there. And the daughters of God into His pavilion, into His secret place. This is one of my favorite verses and I give it to you. Are we going to respond the way verse 8 tells us to? When thou saidest, seek ye my face. If God said to you, seek my face. Get to know me better. You know there's a verse in the Bible that says, acquaint now thyself with Him. If, if God said to you, I want you to know me better. Will you seek His face? Right. He has said it. Seek His face. Amen. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Let's seek the face of the living God. Verse 10, All earthly relationships will disappoint you. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Do not put your confidence in earthly relationships. Put your confidence in a heavenly relationship. He'll never disappoint you. The Lord will take you up when they all disappoint you. Now, verses 13 and 14, and please never forget them. When you're troubling, when you're troubled, and when you're thinking about fainting or you're feeling like fainting, remember these verses. I had fainted, meaning, I would have fainted because we have an unless that's following it. He didn't faint. I had fainted or I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let's believe that you're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Sarah, Bobby, Danielle, Jonathan, Elijah, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. I love the middle part of this verse. The outer parts tell us to wait on the Lord, which means it's trust Him. He will come to your aid. Wait on Him. Wait, wait because He will come and deliver you. But that middle part is, be of good courage. Take whatever you can do and be of good courage. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, we're going to have it read to us today, later, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Take courage with what you've got. And it says to do that. Be of good courage, and then the Lord will strengthen thine heart. As you take the first step, Lord, I will be courageous. He will supply you with energy and zeal and power and safety to step further. You know, for those of you that like automobiles, I have used this before in the past. This is like a turbocharger because it is you being of good courage that raises the RPMs enough to trigger the turbocharger to kick in. There has to be... A turbocharger can't run a car. A turbocharger just helps a car run better. And if you will start by getting the RPMs up to where they need to be, then God will be the turbocharger and give you the boost. That's what it's called, brethren. 
It'll give you the boost that you want to have. Lord, help us to that end. Amen. To, to be of good courage, to wait upon the Lord, He'll strengthen our hearts and we won't faint because we're going to believe that we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The thrice holy God, we worship thee through thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee that you inspired our beloved brother David, a sinner like us, to write such wonderful words by the Holy Ghost to encourage us. We believe them. We believe that if You are our light and salvation. There is no reason to fear anything in earth, in heaven, in hell, under the earth, nor height, nor depth, nor things present, nor things to come, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor life, nor death, nor any other creature, because we cannot be separated from Your love for us that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that there is one thing we should desire, and we have desired it, and we are here today to behold your beauty and to inquire in your temple. Your house is the chief love of our lives. We thank you that when we make you first in our lives, you will put us and hide us in your pavilion in the time of trouble. Hide us, O Lord, and every person that is here today that is troubled, put them in your pavilion have fellowship with them, strengthen them, and let them know that the mighty God and all the angels of heaven are at His disposal for their protection. Heavenly Father, You have said to seek Your face, and we are seeking it this day. You have told us that if the dearest, most responsible relationships in our lives were to forsake us, You will take us up. And we rest and trust in that. And Heavenly Father, we believe that we shall see Thy goodness in the land of the living, and we shall see infinite goodness in the land and place to come that is fairer than day. Heavenly Father, as we encourage ourselves in the Lord for whatever is facing us, we pray that You would further strengthen our hearts. We will wait on Thee. We do not have the strength nor the wisdom ourselves for our protection or our prosperity. You hold the keys. You hold the power to both. But we will be of good courage and we will believe. Have mercy and fulfill Your Word toward us by strengthening us. We pray for all Your servants and saints in every place. We thank You and pray for our country. We pray for those that are sick and away from us today. We ask You to forgive us our sins. We bless and praise Your holy name and ask Your mercy upon these assemblies. In Jesus' name, Amen.